0: Hello and welcome to A Few Minutes in God's Book. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and uh, I thank you so very much for uh, being with me today uh, and I pray that uh, this podcast is a blessing this message is a blessing and uh, it teaches you how to rightly divide the word of truth, Amen. All right. So um, before I get started, I, I want to uh, say that you um, know this morning I am uh, I'm trying to uh, do uh, live radio again. Um, for a very very long time, I've had a lot of problems um, with doing live radio for some reason, and uh, and so I'm trying to fix these problems. Uh, to uh, to be able to do live radio again uh, and uh, and also uh, i am um, i am very late uh, getting started uh, with this and i apologize for that because uh, i i was having uh, technical difficulties uh, with my laptop so uh, thank you for your patience and understanding um, with that but what I'm going to do today is I'm going to uh, preach a little bit on why folks go back to Egypt. Why folks go back to Egypt. Right. And um, I'm going to give uh, just a, a little bit of a background today. And then on the next podcast, then we'll get into uh, the points. All right. So um, go with me to Jeremiah 42. Jeremiah 42, and uh, we'll read verses 7 to 17, Jeremiah 42, verses 7 to 17, starting in verse 7, the King James Bible says this, And it come to pass after ten days that the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah. Then called he Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the captains of the forces which were with him, and all the people from the least even to the greatest. And said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, unto whom ye sent me to present your supplication before him. If ye will still abide in this land, then will I build you and not uh, pull you down. And I will plant you and not pluck you up for I repent me of the evil that I have done unto you. Verse 11 Be not afraid of the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Be not afraid of him, saith the LORD, for I am with you to save you and to, del- and to deliver you from his hand. Now I will show mercies unto you, that he may have mercy upon you, and cause you to return to your own land. But if ye say, We will not dwell in this land, neither obey the voice of the LORD your God, Pay attention to verse 14 here, saying, No, but we will go into the land of Egypt, where we shall see no war, nor hear the sound of the trumpet, nor have hunger of bread, and there will we dwell. Now therefore hear the word of the LORD, ye remnant of Judah. Thus saith the LORD of hosts, the God of Israel, If ye wholly set your faces to enter into Egypt, and go to sojourn there, then it shall come to pass. That the sword which ye feared shall overtake you there in the land of Egypt, and the famine whereof ye were afraid, shall follow close after you there in Egypt, and there ye shall die. And then verse 17, So shall it be with all men that set their faces to go into Egypt to sojourn there. They shall die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, and none of them shall remain or escape from the evil that I will bring upon them. So why does the Lord give a warning to not go to Egypt? Egypt is always a type and picture of the world. And um, in Isaiah 31, 1 to 3, the Lord gives a woe, uh, which is a condition of deep suffering uh, from affliction or grief to anyone that goes down into Egypt. Right, from uh, from Israel, the children of Israel. Um, Egypt is first mentioned in connection with Abraham not trusting the Egyptians around his wife. Look at Genesis 12. Genesis 12, 10 to 13. There was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land, and it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said to Sarai his wife, Behold, now I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Then verse 13, Say I pray thee, thou art my sister that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee." You see that there? And then number two, Joseph, uh, one of the greatest types of Christ in the Bible, was sold in Egypt as a slave. Genesis 37, 28 to 36. And number three, God killed the firstborn of Egypt. Look at Exodus 12. Exodus 12, verses 12 and 13. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, verse 13, and the the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you, when I smite the land of Egypt. Number four, God calls Egypt the house of bondage. Exodus 20 verse 2. Exodus 20 verse 2. Let's read verse 1 also, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, and out of the house of bondage Egypt is the house of bondage according to God and God cannot lie number five the kings of Israel were even forbidden from getting horses from Egypt look at Deuteronomy 17 Deuteronomy 17 16 But he shall not multiply horses to himself nor cause the people to return to Egypt uh, to the end that he should multiply horses for for as much as the Lord has said unto you, ye shall henceforth return no more that way. Number six God called his son out of Egypt. Hosea 11 verse 1. Hosea 11 verse 1. Hosea 11 verse 1 says, When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. see that there that that uh is fulfilled in, uh, in matthew chapter 2 verses 14 and 15. all right speaking of christ this is speaking of israel which is god's corporate son look at uh exodus 4 22 and 23 Exodus four twenty two and twenty three. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord Israel is my son, even my firstborn, and I say unto thee, let my son go that he may serve me, and if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. So in John 3.16, uh, the perversions change only begotten son to only son. But that's not true. God had sons in, in Job 38.7, the sons of God. Genesis 6, the sons of God. He had a firstborn son, or not Egypt, uh, Israel. All right. Now, we who are saved in this church age are sons of God. Then, number seven. The first time Alexandria, Egypt is mentioned in the Bible is associated with unbelievers, persecution, and the eventual death of Stephen by stoning. All right. Uh, Look at Acts uh, 6 verse 9. Acts 6 verse 9. Acts 6 verse 9 says, Then there arose certain of the synagogue which is called the synagogue of the Libertines, the Sabrinians and the Alexandrians, and then and them of Cilicia and of Asia disputing with Stephen. Look at uh, Acts 754. Acts 754. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. Okay, and then if you keep going on down to uh, verse 60, you're going to see the stoning of Stephen. And guess who was there? Saul, who is eventually the Apostle Paul. Alright, so the children of Israel, they end up being slaves in Egypt and serving the Egyptians with rigor. God sends Moses to free them from their bondage. He doesn't want to go, but eventually he does. He, he comes up with five excuses as to why he, he don't want to go. Uh, but he goes and uh, the children of Israel are freed. Uh, but then the suffering starts in the wilderness. There's no water, no food, and they murmur, they murmur. Even though they are set free by God from Egypt, they want to go back to Egypt where they where they were fed, they had food and they had water. Look at Exodus 14. Exodus 14, verse 12, Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Look at Exodus 16 verse three, And the children of Israel said unto them, "Would to God we had died uh, by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the, the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full, for ye have uh, brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Now go to Acts 7:39. Acts seven thirty nine Let's read uh, thirty eight also This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in Mount Sinai and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us in verse thirty nine to whom our fathers would not obey but thrust him from them and in their hearts turned back again into Egypt. You see that there? They suffered in the wilderness. Now, in this church age, before a person gets saved, they're in bondage and slavery to sin in the world and the devil, the devil controls them. A saved person, those who put their faith and trust in Christ uh, and his death, burial and resurrection found in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4, they are freed. They are called out of this dark sinful world freed from that bondage and slavery, called out to do good works for the Lord. When salvation comes, at the moment of that salvation, the moment that you put your faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial and resurrection, the troubles are gonna start. The Christian life is not easy. It's not a bed of roses and many want to go back into their Egypt, the slavery and bondage of the world and sin and the devil. And so on the next podcast, we're going to look at um, how a person uh, gets tired of fighting Alright, so uh, please be with me, if you can, on the next podcast. Alright, so uh, I will go ahead and uh, and I will stop right there. Uh, thank you so very much for being with me today. Uh, thank you for your prayers for me and my family, for the ministries that he's entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you.